This episode of the Mac Daddy Seminar is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in making sure that you have the tools for your family jewels. Look, it's starting to get a little bit colder out. Some of you are participating in No Shave November, and I get it. That's fine. But what you got to make sure is that you're not participating below your belly button, okay? That's gross. Nobody likes a bush. It's disgusting. With products like the Lawnmower 2.0 and the Plow, Manscaped is dedicated to make sure that you look good at all times of the year on all parts of your body. Head over to manscaped.com right now and use promo code MACDADDY20 to get 20% off your first order. That's manscaped.com right now. Drink and I'll be down in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Whatever, we don't give a fuck. The deal is done, and a cake been baked. They need to come on with a drum or whatever they're gonna do. What's cracking, pimps? What is going on? And welcome to episode 18 of the Mac Daddy Seminar. As always, I am your host. Taylor Dunn, and as you can tell, there still isn't any video to this podcast. Now, I know I have several of you who really enjoy the video podcast over, you know, just listening to it on iTunes or Spotify or any of the sources that you get your podcasts from. However, uh, I just ain't able to do the video right now, okay? Sorry to be so uh, incorrect with my grammar, but that's what it is, you know? Look, I told y'all I wasn't going to start posting the videos again until I have like one set space that I can record my podcast in, you know, to where I can get a good audio as well as get good video And also, I wanted to have a space that when I have guests, and yes, there will be guests in the future, that they feel welcome and it feels like we're actually sitting down and doing a podcast together. Not just, hey, let's do a podcast and it's just us hanging out in the living room while my daughter is sitting on the couch without a shirt on eating goldfish. Okay? Trying to be a little bit of professional here. I sound like I drank an entire carton of Delsum cold and flu because I keep slurring my words. But that's all right. We're just going to keep it rolling. Normally, I would stop this and re-record it, but we're just going to keep it rolling. So I started working on, you know, getting my little setup for my podcast. And, you know, this ain't no high-dollar, highfalutin uh, deal here. I'm not going to hide anything from y'all. I'm setting it up in my garage. So I went out and I bought a sheet. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to tie-dye that motherfucker. I'm going to tie-dye this sheet, hang it up. That's going to be my background. I'm going to have the Mac Daddy Seminar logo right there. And it's going to be beautiful. So I take this sheet, 
which I paid like $11 for because you can't just buy a sheet by itself. Just a regular, the middle sheet for the bed, you can't just buy one like that. You got to buy a whole set of sheets. The cheapest one that I found was like $11. So all that extra shit I just threw away, didn't need it, and I took out the sheet that I actually needed, this thin, like microfiber thin sheet. But it's fine. You know what? Because I'm going to tie-dye it. It's cool, right? I go get the supplies to tie-dye with because since we moved out here, I threw all of my tie-dye shit away. So I needed to do that anyways. So I take this sheet, and look, I'm going to give you all a quick rundown on how to tie-dye something, okay? First thing you want to do is you want to wash it, not dry it. You just get it wet, okay? Then, once it's wet, you either do a spiral design or you do like a, a circular design. There's all types of different designs you can do with tie-dye, and it's really how you tie it up before you start dyeing it, okay? If you want to learn more about that, go on YouTube and look that shit up, okay? Well, I do this, and I do it in the bathtub upstairs, and I start tie-dyeing it, and it looks good. I'm like, you know, I'm excited about it, and, it, and you know, I completely use like four or five bottles of dye, and, you know, I told my wife, like, all right, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, paint this fucking sheet different colors. She's like, okay, well, I need you to clean the bathtub when I'm done. So I scrub the bathtub. Bathtub's all clean. I felt like I was, you know, cleaning up after a murder, like I was in the mafia or something. And then I was done. I put it in a plastic bag and I let it sit. Now, the normal time to let something that you have tie-dyed with color sit is six hours, okay? I kind of wanted a little bit of a faded look to it. I didn't want it to be too bright of colors. So I said, I'm only going to let it sit for three. So I take this big-ass sheet very carefully out of this bag, and I put it into the washing machine, right? I throw a Tide Pod in there, I took another one out and I ate it. I'm just joking. And then I set that motherfucker on wash. I come back 45 minutes later, look inside my washing machine, and this sheet that I had very carefully colored and just, you know, worked really hard to make a good design on was now baby blue. Okay? And I was very disappointed. Because I've washed it twice just trying to get the blue out of it so I could start over and the blue won't come out. So now, I guess I'm just going to have a blue fucking sheet as the background for this podcast. Or I'm going to go out and buy another one. But at this point, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, so, if you see a video podcast... Look, the video podcasts are coming, okay? I've just been trying to get everything together. 
to make it look nice so that when you watch it on YouTube, so when you're, when you're not listening to it on your headphones while you're at work, because that's how I listen to all of my podcasts, you know, you want to watch it on your phone, you want to watch it on TV with your entire family in the room. I don't care. I just want it to look professional, okay? I don't want to look like some fucking psychopath in his basement because that's what the inside of my garage looks like right now. <sighs> so, anyway, um, I just recorded in my last two episodes like five days ago, but believe it or not, a lot has actually happened since then. So... Friday, what did I do on Friday? Let me, let me, we do so much on the weekends, it's very hard for me to keep up with what we did and didn't do. So let me try and remember. Friday is when I think I recorded my last podcast. No, Thursday was when I recorded my last podcast. Friday... We went shopping? No. Oh, now I remember. Okay. So Friday morning, we've been needing an oil change since we got here to San Diego. My wife's been on my ass about it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm off today. I'm going to go ahead and get the oil changed. I wake up on my off day at 6 o'clock in the morning. Now, because of daylight savings, it is still pitch fucking black outside. But that's okay. I got up, had a cup of coffee, put on some clothes, put on some blue jeans and a t-shirt, was comfortable, and I drove to the auto shop. I get there at 7. I'm one of the only people in the parking lot. And I tell them, hey, all I need is an oil change. So they take my information down. They're like, okay, yeah, an oil change doesn't take that long. Should take about 30, 45 minutes. And I say, okay, cool. I'm going to walk to Starbucks and get a cup of coffee. And then I'm, you know, I figure by the time I'm done, they'll call me and say, hey, your car's ready. And I'll walk back and I'll get over there and I'll get in my car and leave. Well, I go to Starbucks. I got like a cafe mocha because they have all their Christmas shit up. And I don't like anything Christmas flavored. So I just want the regular sweet ass coffee. You know, I'm not going to drink it black. I'm not getting an iced Americano. Your boy likes his sugar. But I don't like peppermint and cinnamon and shit like that. Okay. So I get my cup of coffee and I sit down and I like play a game on my phone and, you know, whatever. So after a while, you know, I've sat there for maybe an hour. I drank my entire coffee. And then it starts to dawn on me that I, when I told the guy to add a shot of espresso, I don't think he understood my accent. And I think he heard me say, I want you to add nine shots of espresso. I wondered why my coffee was $8, but I didn't pay it any mind. I was just like, oh, whatever. 
you know, swiped it, drank the coffee, and now I am unusually caffeinated, okay? Well, a lot of people know that if you drink some caffeine in the morning, especially with coffee, it's probably going to make you really jittery and have to shit. That's what I did. So I start walking back, and I stop at this department store, and I walk around in there for about five minutes, then my stomach just goes, Oh, time to go. And I had to sprint to the bathroom. Luckily, I got in there on time. And for some reason, I don't know if the store had just opened or they were having like some type of sale that was only between 9 and 9.15 because it felt like everybody and their goddamn mother came into that bathroom. And I'm in there just... I was trying to be quiet. And then everybody's in there and they brought their kids in there to use the bathroom. But I had to go. So when I finished... I'm sorry to be so gross talking about shitting, but I'm, you know, I'm just giving you an update of what happens over the weekend. Uh, I go back over there to the auto shop, and my car is still sitting in the parking lot. Now, when I see this, I am insanely angry, okay? I mean, absolutely insane with anger. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll go soon. So I go inside. I'm sure I'm red in the fucking face. And I go in and I'm like, hey, where am I in the lineup to get my car serviced? And they're just like, Oh, you're next. And I'm like, so those other three cars have been over here for two hours? And they were like, well, one guy canceled. But, yeah, you're next. So at this point, I'm so angry. I'm just like, you know what? Let me just, I'm just going to sit down and I'm just going to watch whatever they got on this TV. And I'm just going to do what it do, you know? Pulled my notebook out, wrote for a little bit, and I sat there and watched The Price is Right. And two and a half hours passes. Got my wife calling me, asking me where I am, and I'm like, oh, I decided to drive down to Mexico. Because every time she calls me and asks me where I am, when I've told her where I'm going, I always tell her the most outrageous thing I can think of. My wife will send me to the grocery store to get some milk, and she'll call me. 10 minutes after I leave and say, hey, where you at? I'm like, oh, you know, I just figured I'd go to fucking Universal Studios. <laughs> I just figured, you know, I figured I'd just go to Arizona. See you tomorrow. You know? But, um, no, she called me and I was, I'm obviously like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be there as soon as I can. I'm still waiting on our car. And I go over and I'm like, hey, so what's taking so long? And they're like, oh, well, our, our mechanics uh, took lunch. I look down at my watch and it's only like 10 o'clock. 
I'm like, your mechanics take lunch between 9 and 10. They're like, yeah, because they're here super early in the morning. I'm like, oh, well, if they're here super early in the morning, then why do you not open until 7? It's obvious the guy was just fucking lying to me. But whatever. About that time, they're like, oh, you're done. And they gave me my keys, and I went home. So that was Friday. Not to mention, I forgot to bring this up. I posted about it on Facebook. But the waiting area for this auto shop was right next to the bathroom. And I swear on my life, every single employee of that auto shop walked into that bathroom and took a shit and did not flush. Because it smelled something horrible. And it's right next to the waiting area. So I'm sitting there trying to write, watch The Price is Right. And all I can smell is mechanic shit. And it just made me more angry. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Saturday rolls around. And... Uh, Saturday, I went to my comedy class, and it was good. Had a good time at that. Also, if you want to come see me do stand-up, I'm going to plug this at the end again, but if you want to come see me do stand-up, I'll be at the Comedy Palace November 23rd. Mark your calendars. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, the comedy class was good. Had a good time. The only thing that bothered me about it was it starts at 1, and the Alabama-LSU game started at 12.30. Now, I'm going to go into full depth. You know what? Fuck it. We'll just talk about it now, Okay. I normally talk about college football at the end of the podcast, but for me, only one good game that really felt relevant this weekend, at least to me, was on, and that was the Alabama-LSU game. Hey, real quick, I'm here to tell you, if you thought Tua Talagova was going to win the Heisman this season, you're wrong. Joe Burrow secured that motherfucker. On Saturday. Joe Burrow is a grown-ass man. I saw. I looked at the score while I was in the class uh, at halftime, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and everybody was texting me like, are you watching this game? So I left the class, and I drove home as fast as I could. And, uh, you know, I was watching it, or I was at least listening to it in the car, and um, I watched, like, the last quarter and a half of the game, and Alabama was down. They had started to come back a little ways, but, you know, and it was it was a good game. I mean, especially there towards the end, Alabama didn't make it easy for them. 46-41, to 41, you know, but, hey, it is what it is, you know. But, um, 
so yeah, that's that was it, man. I loved it. I thought the game was great. You know, I'm not an Alabama fan, so I was pretty happy to see him lose. And if that upsets you, then this probably ain't the podcast for you. Uh, so anyway, enough about that. Uh, so I watched the game, and uh, we cooked for some friends of ours. They came over. I've, I've had the guy on the podcast before, Fanning. And they came and ate dinner with us, and then uh, me and Fanning went into downtown San Diego to a Veterans Day uh, comedy show. Uh, I'd heard about it. I was interested in it. And I bought tickets to it of $20 a piece. Okay? Well, we get on the ferry and we ride over there and we walk through Gaslamp, which is just the downtown, really like the party district of San Diego. And when we get there, there is an unusual amount of homeless people out. I've been down there a couple of times at night, and you always see a few homeless. But this time in particular, there were several. One of them was walking right in front of me and Fanning, and I went, oh shit, look, that motherfucker don't have any shoes on. And as soon as I said that, he was pretty far away. I'd say he was about a good 30 feet away from us. And I didn't say it much louder than I did now. I pretty much whispered it to my buddy. And he turns around and he said, What was that you said, Leviticus? And walked right past us. And I was like, What the fuck? What was that you said, Leviticus? He called, He was talking to someone, an imaginary friend named Leviticus. Saw another homeless guy fighting the air. I didn't want to watch it, but I could not take my attention from it. It was mesmerizing. I mean, and he was whooping that air's ass. <laughs> But anyway, so we get over to uh, where the comedy show was, which is like nine blocks from uh, Gaslamp. It was a pretty good walk. And we get over there, and I'm walking around on the deck, and I'm like, where the fuck are the, where's the comedy going on? So I'm looking around, looking around. I've never been here before, so I'm like, what the fuck? And then I turn around, and I see like a flyer pointing down into a basement. I'm like, oh, This is cool. So, me and him walk downstairs to where this basement is. And it's like past the bathrooms and like these saloon swinging doors. I mean, it looks like a fight club underground. And I'm all for that type of, you know, comedy setup. I love comedy in a basement. I think that shit is awesome. And we get down there. And they're like, hey, uh, they're filming right now, so you're going to have to wait just a second. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. So, you know, we're waiting, we're hanging out, and then they let us in. There's nowhere to sit down. Now, this room is smaller than a basketball court. A lot smaller. Maybe like one-fourth the size of a full regulation basketball court and there's probably 200 people in here there's 200 people 
and 180 chairs. There's six cameras, bunch of lights right up towards the front, and it was hot as fuck in there. So we're standing up against the wall, and then it dawns on me, nobody even asked to scan my ticket. So I pretty much just paid $20 for nothing. But it's whatever. It was still cool. But it was hot as fuck in there. So I had like this flannel shirt on because, you know, it's a little cooler at night. And I am sweating my ass off. Take that off. And I'm using that to wipe the sweat off my forehead. But I caught uh, two comedian sets. They were both really good. A comedian by the name of Ron Ripley. He was good. And then uh, another comic uh, by the name Jessica Wellington. And uh, she was very good. I really enjoyed her set. And she was also, uh, if you're unfamiliar with her, she was in The Mule with Clint Eastwood. She had a small part in the movie, but I'm pretty sure she's a door doorman at uh, the comedy store in Los Angeles. Super, super funny. But, um... Yeah, so we watched like two people, and I was sweating so much. I was like, hey, do you just want to go? And we left. Didn't do much on Sunday because of what was coming the next day, Monday. We went to SeaWorld here in San Diego. Now, I've been to SeaWorld one time, and it was in Orlando, and it was pretty fun, but I was too much of a scared little bitch to ride uh, any of the roller coasters. Well, now I'm a grown-ass man. I mean, and I had my daughter with me. And, uh, you know, we were going to do everything. So we get in there, and we're, like, super early. We're, like, some of the first people in line. And while we're waiting to be let into the park, right outside the gate, there's, like, a little like a little uh, kiosk station where they sell souvenirs. And there were uh, this, like, bucket of these, like, swords just for kids to buy. They're probably $15, but you could probably buy them at the dollar store down the street for a dollar. But anyway, um, they had them there. You know, and you'd see a couple of kids go over and pick them up while they're waiting, and they would, like, play sword fight, whatever. You know, they're kids. Well, then we see a group of of adults, and I mean like early 20s adults, this Asian guy and a girl are having a full-on dramatic sword fight with plastic swords. I mean like swinging them around like they're trying to hurt each other. And everybody in line, there had to be 300 people in this line, are standing there watching them do this. So they're, you know, they're playing it, and the girl's obviously not taking it as seriously as the guy. And they're swinging this shit around, and then uh, the girl eventually just loses interest, which I'm sure she probably did if they were, she was thinking about dating that guy. Because uh, whenever she walked away, the guy... And now, 
keep this in mind. I posted it on my Instagram story because I could not believe what the fuck I was seeing. The guy picked out another sword and was dual fisting these swords, swinging them around like he was fighting a horde of, and like a fucking army, kicking, swinging that shit around. And he did that for, I'm not exaggerating, 15 minutes. And everybody in line was just like, what the fuck? It was hilarious. And then he finally put them away once they opened the gate. So yeah, we we get into SeaWorld and we're super early. There's hardly anybody in the park yet. And I'm like, let's go see this. Let's go see this. Let's see, you know, let's go see this. And, you know, my daughter is, you know, really excited and really looking forward to it. And she got to go right up to where the dolphins were and got to go see the dolphins. And it was really cool because the dolphins were looking at her through the glass and, you know, she really liked it. And then our friends, the Fanning, showed up, and uh, they had their little girl with them. And, you know, we had a really good time. I mean, when you go anywhere and you do anything with kids, you have to, you know, kind of plan your day out and all this, that, and the other. And, you know, you got to be more accommodating for them because you it's really for them. And, uh, you know, we took them to ride the little kitty rides, and we went to go see the dolphin show, and... The dolphin show was good and all, but uh, it was just so goddamn hot. And I almost forgot to talk about this. We are sitting in the auditorium for the dolphin show, waiting on it to start. And then all of the sudden, a man and his family... start walking up. Now, that's not unusual, right? Well, we look at the mom and everything's fine. And, you know, the kids just pass by, don't pay it any mind. But what caught my attention was the man had a fucking handle on his face. I don't mean like he had like a deformity or anything like that. No, he had like a, it looked like a pot handle on the left side of his forehead going down to his chin. And it wasn't screwed in. It was taped there. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, do I want to make fun of this? Or, you know, do I... You know, because I don't want to make fun of somebody with a disability or anything. But I, if it wasn't screwed in, I could not imagine what it could possibly be for. Like, why would he have that shit on his face? And I know it wasn't screwed in because, for one, the tape. And two, that shit was just swinging around. Like, when he would turn his head, it would wobble. So it wasn't even on there that securely. So now I just start roasting this guy. I lean over to the fannings. I'm like, look at this coffee pot head motherfucker right here. Look at this picture of Lipton iced tea head having ass man. 
<laughs> My buddy said he looked like Chip from uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Man, looked like the Kool-Aid man. That man had an oh shit handle on his face. Like the one in your car, but it was on his face. We couldn't even enjoy the dolphin show because I was just too busy looking at that. Like, <laughs> I feel so bad, but at the same time, I cannot think of a reason, a medical reason, why anybody would have a handle on their face. You know? I just... <laughs> God... Oh, my goodness. I'm going to hell. I'll go to hell, and when I get there, they're going to put a fucking coffee pot handle on my face and be like, how funny do you think it is now? <laughs> you know? So, aside from that, the dolphin show was really good, and then we went to the, the orca show, and look, they tell you, when you go in, there's like, Two sections, okay? And they have them with signs, clear as day. It says soak zone. Where if you sit in that area, you're going to get fucking wet. Because those big-ass killer whales are going to splash water on you. They train them to do it. Now, it's not so bad at the dolphin show. We actually sat in the top of the soak zone for the dolphin show. The orca show, the big-ass killer whale show, the premier event of SeaWorld, I said, oh, no, you don't want to sit anywhere near that soak zone because this big-ass animal is about to splash the shit out of you, and that's exactly what it did. We had great seats, but we were like, outside of the soak zone. And it was so funny to watch these people who sat down there like, oh, we're going to get wet. And then they go and sit down there, and when this big-ass prehistoric dinosaur of a fish turns around its fin and splashes 900 gallons of water towards the stands, people were getting upset that of how wet they were. Like, everybody's getting up and moving and running out of the stadium. And I'm just like, you sat in the soak zone, cuck. What did you think was going to happen? Did you think you were going to be the one family that didn't get wet? People were like, like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that I'm writing a bad review on Yelp. Eat my ass. You know? Jesus Christ, people got so angry and upset because a whale threw water on them. But yeah, uh, anything else crazy happened in SeaWorld? The food was horrible. I'll never eat there again. We went to this smokehouse barbecue shit, and it was disgusting because they gave me a big old thick-ass piece of brisket. Like anybody's eating brisket. Not me. That dry ass, beef jerky looking ass brisket. I'm not eating it. My wife did. 
She was like, you can have the chicken. And I took one bite of the chicken. And I was like, that's disgusting. Not eating it anymore. So next time we go, we're just going to pack a lunch and keep it out in the car. And then when we're ready to eat, we're going to go outside the park, eat, come right back inside. And that's how we do it. <sighs> yep, I think that about wraps this episode up, man. You know? I just, that was pretty much the entire weekend. You know? I hope you guys enjoyed listening about it as much as I did talking about it. You know? Uh, yeah, look, I'm trying to get these videos back. But, you know, let me know what you think. If you just prefer the podcast version, if you like listening to it like that, let me know and I'll see what I can do to improve it and make it better. If you prefer the the videos, let me know and I'll see what I can do to make it better. Look, this is only this podcast is only going to get better with input from you guys. So let me know, reach out to me on social media. You know, you can find me pretty much everywhere at all you know, lowercase Taylor Dunn. That's T A Y L O R D U N N underscore underscore underscore. That's Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. And then Facebook is just my name. Uh, like I said on the last two episodes, if you have a shirt that you haven't received yet, I haven't forgot about you. You will get your shirts before they become available on the online store. Just give me a little bit of time. I explained that all in the previous episodes. As always, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate your support. And I will see you guys next week. This episode of the Mac Daddy Seminar is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in making sure that you have the tools for your family jewels. Look, it's starting to get a little bit colder out. Some of you are participating in No Shave November, and I get it. That's fine. But what you got to make sure is that you're not participating below your belly button, okay? That's gross. Nobody likes a bush. It's disgusting. With products like the Lawnmower 2.0 and the Plow, Manscaped is dedicated to make sure that you look good at all times of the year on all parts of your body. Head over to manscaped.com right now and use promo code MACDADDY20 to get 20% off your first order. That's manscaped.com right now.